0: All right, serious. Seriously. All right, let's do this. Welcome to the Meteor Strike podcast, where we talk about interesting Meteor packages and other community contributions that make the Meteor JavaScript framework great. This is episode two for Thursday, December 10th, 2015. Well, welcome back, everybody. Um, today, in episode two, we are going to talk about the computed fields package. It's the uh, officially the maximum colon computed hyphen fields package. Uh, But it will be in the show notes, so you don't have to remember that. You can click the button, the link, and go to it. Um, So we might ask, why are we talking about this? Um, Big component of this was from a blog article that I think was dropped today or yesterday. Uh, On Crater. It was actually on Crater, and there was some discussion there. And uh, that blog article was uh, why we don't denormalize anymore. And that was on justMeteor.com. So I think we'll kick it off. I think, uh, Tecto, you were going to chat about um, uh, what ch- basically the a little bit about denormalization versus normalization.
1: Sure. So uh, this is all in the context of dealing with where do you store your data and uh, do you store your data in one single canonical place and uh, link to it from everywhere else every time you need to use it or for performance reasons and uh, compatibility with NoSQL. Uh, databases, do you uh, denormalize your data and store it all over the place and then have to deal with the fact that every time that you want to update something, you may have to go find multiple places that has been stored and update all of those places. So uh, I think to uh, Dieter's point, you're just moving the pane. It's uh, either on one end of the spectrum or the other end of the spectrum. That That is correct. It's a sad situation.
0: And I didn't introduce everybody, I apologize, but we've got Tecto, we've got Dieter, hey. and Shop here. So, um so yeah, so this is uh this is a, a debate and you mentioned this not just in the media community, uh but but throughout development, but no, especially with NoSQL. Uh, yeah, right?
1: over the years it's like uh, every time you turn around somebody comes up with this great database idea and they're just uh, recapitulating uh the the great database debates that have gone on for decades now and they just send, tend to go in circles so this is not a new uh a new issue it's just more a question in the meteor context especially using mongo uh what are the most appropriate or powerful ways to
0: handle it in any given situation does mongo web scale
1: i believe it does I, it I, does as long as you shard the dev null that's okay. right
0: there's a i saw a video that said there's it was a video web scale. out there uh it's it's a not safe for work video, but, but it uh, is hilarious. But it is it is pretty hilarious. Yes, so you should go. It's been uh, on a while now. Yeah. yeah, but it's still funny. I, I it is you no know, old jokes. Maybe I'm we can find it fairly childish about notes. that.
1: That should go in the show notes.
0: Yeah. All right, we'll drop that in the show notes then. Um, so so the uh, so this this article and and I I enjoy the Just Meteor blog. Um, it has a lot of good stuff on it. Well thought out. Um, so some examples in the blog article about the, uh, some examples of normalized and denormalized, um, uh, data models, but uh, yeah, those,
1: those were some good examples just from a really quick visual of what it looks like to store your data and link from one place to
0: the other versus storing it twice. Yeah. And kind of why you would do one or the other. Well, the, the package we're talking about today um, which which actually I it, I may have this a little bit wrong, um, Tecto, but we, but I believe that someone in the crater comments actually mentioned this package. Maybe it was, uh, maybe it was Max Nowak. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Okay, so he's the author of the yes. package, but actually the uh, Just Meteor author um, uh, popped back in and updated the blog article and, and mentioned the package. But uh, but this this package uh, does some really slick stuff. So. Um, so th- actually in the uh, description, it kind of, it's a, it's a pretty good description. This is the common example that a lot of meteor, um, uh, meteor document, uh, blog articles and such uh, use. And that's the traditional, like we've got a, we've got blog posts and we've got authors and, uh, this example, um, he's stating that, you know, real common situation you have, you have an author and there's an, there's a collection with, uh, authors and you've got uh, posts, and the the somehow you're you're you want to make sure that you assign an author to a post, right? So if it's uh, if it's denormalized,
1: correct. If it's denormalized, you're storing it. Basically, think of it, you're storing it everywhere.
0: Yeah. So you're you're storing like you would store first name and last name in both the author. Collection the author and collection and and in in the, the post. post yes post say, collection and
1: then say you're making some kind of social based application and you've got to store references to friends well you're not storing references you're storing the actual data about friends correct in, which, in the which gives you a phenomenal performance this is part of the uh, NoSQL advantage with documents that when you grab that document you've got everything you need you're not you're not going back to there's no not another, another collection query. and doing a join and so on correct yeah
0: or or just another query a specific query as a second round trip.
1: But then anytime that friend updates information that that's in that list, it's got to go into their profile and then the list in anybody who's their friend. And, and it just, it's a, it's a beggar. Right. And, and I think there's really one straightforward solution to that. And that is, we just don't allow people to change things. That's right. Yeah. I, I that, like that. Would solve, Read only. Read that, only. That would solve things. They
0: would be super fast and performant too. Wicked fast. So, Correct. Um, I, I like that. And, and actually not only not change things, but, but limit the number of records and documents.
1: That's correct. So. Like you only get 640 records and you're done. Documents.
0: Yes. <laughs> so so it looks like this. That's uh,
1: all, that's all you, anybody should ever that's need.
0: That's all you need. I mean, wh- what else do you need? So there's some. The, the documentation is great on the uh, atmosphere page, which is in the show notes. But um, this does a number of things. In the example of the post and authors, a uh, good example here uh, is. Uh, let's say that you want to have under the author where it's listed on a page, you want to have the number of posts they've written. Just a just an integer saying this is the number of posts. Um, uh, normally, you would you would look up the uh, talks about here. You would look up the uh, author, and then you would then do another query, and you would do a count for the number of posts by that author, which is another query, and it takes some time. And it can if they it mentions here if they have a large number of posts, it's going to be it could be slow. So what what computing fields? Uh, computed fields will do here is it would actually store automatically uh, the number of posts for the author every time a new post is generated um, or, or some data is changed and triggered um, and that count would change. And that means that that data, that, that field is always, are always up to date uh, and you will have that uh, ready to pull into your um, uh, to your author. It's in the author collection basically. And you have that ready to display without any additional queries and that sort of thing. Yeah, and I can
1: definitely see that helping with the uh, scenario where, you know, you don't want to run an a, a aggregate query, let's say, or or uh, whatever the case might be, but one of the uh, the questions that, that I had as started looking through this is, what, what is, about the scenario in the original blog article? You've got an author, and uh, the author's made multiple posts, and oh, let's just run the scenario where the author's uh, a woman who's getting married and... She's opted to change her last name, and now she's going to go into you know a given system. She's going to change her last name, and and we want to retroactively go back and adjust the author name effectively on an article that's been up there a year or two. And what what is the clean way? Is there even a clean way using this uh, this particular package to address
0: that scenario? I, I may be completely wrong in this because I have not tried this myself. Uh, but it looks like the simple method might be the trick for that. Um, uh, if you look at that simple method here, because it, it, it references, uh, there is a uh, parameter for updating current doc uh, and current related doc. doc. Related doc yes. So I, okay, I think I think that it's in there. I, it looks like it's in that piece of the uh, of the pie, and that must be what um, what what Max was talking about I was referring there. to. Yep. Yes. Okay. So so it so there are a number of things that this covers. So this is basically amounts to a helper, um, uh, a set of helpers, and not not in a traditional Meteor helper sense, but uh, certainly makes uh, things a lot easier for you. And it looks like you could be quite creative with what you do with computer fields. Yep. Uh,
1: no, honestly, well, this has been one of my recurring frustrations with Meteor development, and and it's not even a Meteor issue. It's really more of a Mongo issue. Um, no SQL moving from relational uh, databases and having something from a helping perspective that would allow me to kind of set it and forget it, you know, set what the dependencies are, where are the other places the data is being stored, and then just be able to update in kind of the canonical collection and move on is actually a, a very powerful approach.
0: Yep. Were you about to say something, Dieter? No, I just said yep. Okay, just saying yep, cool. Um, I did want to mention that there, there are. Uh, if you want to keep your data um, denormalized, denormalized, yes. If you want to keep it denormalized, as in a relational sense, am I saying yep. that right? Okay. Yeah. In essence, you Sometimes want I to get confused here.
1: Want to go as far as you can using a, a no SQL database as far as you can towards a relational environment, which, you know, some of the, some of the challenges with that is that a no SQL database is not typically going to be acid compliant or have transactions or a lot of the other things that you might be used to in a, a truly relational database environment.
0: So there's a, there are, there are a couple of, uh, of packages that folks use. Just want to just kind of mention these. And it's something that will be in the show notes that people can check out. Um, but if you, uh, if you do want to have that relational data, um, then uh you may want to check out uh published composite which is one that a lot of folks use and there's another uh package that lets you do it's called collection helpers that's one that people use it kind of lets you do kind of create relationships but it's at a different level um in the in the media process so i would say check those out there's some uh we've got some links of those and there's some definite uh good discussion out on forums.media.com about and reddit about which ones would you go with and all that uh, since since Meteor MDG hasn't figured out which one, yeah, you know, they haven't made a core way to handle this, then people are figuring out in the community.
1: Yep, yep.
0: I, I think we're done. I don't. I don't think we have anything else. I think are that's we, a wrap. All right, that's a wrap. Thanks, guys. The, thing, the things that go up and down. Yeah, the, <laughs> it's got. It's like amplitude. <laughs> the I heard, things some, that go up I and heard down. some amplitude.
1: Mm-hmm.